last episode on Around the Thorn. What do you think, like, the effect a family member can have on a relationship? She keeps talking about on national TV how she, like, wants people oh, to tie her God. up, like... This episode on Around the Thorn. You have to give Caitlyn credit as being an innovator. Alright. Innovate? An innovator? Alright. We're done here. That girl is absolutely for the streets. Okay. Jake, this doesn't involve you. <laughs> They're like Clinton JJ down there. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. and welcome back to Around the Thorn. Today, we are divulging into the worst of the fucking worst in Bachelor history. And I can't wait to hear everybody's opinion. I am a rising senior at Syracuse University and I am from New York City. I have five boys with me here tonight and I'm gonna introduce them right now. So let's start with, tell me your name, what school you go to, and then I want you to tell me what's one thing in your life that you simply cannot live without. And let's start with Jake. What's up, everyone? I'm Jake. I'm a rising junior junior at the uh, University of Miami. In Florida? In Florida, yeah, in Florida, South Beach, 305, you know what it is. Okay, shut up. <laughs> and one thing I can't live without uh, is probably basketball. It's uh, been a huge part of my life. Love playing basketball. Being without the NBA has been really, really hard. Been filling in with a lot of NBA 2K. Uh, Ronnie's been really kind of talking at my strings recently, but it's all good. All is life. All is life, baby. Okay, Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm from right outside Chicago, Illinois. I recently graduated from NYU, and something that I cannot live without is, I say like, I say like I need a cookie a day. A cookie? I'm just a sugary kind of guy. I need the sugar to keep my heart beating. I need the sugar to keep my feet moving. Right, see, because that sounds that sounds kind of counterproductive, in my opinion. You'd think that, but there aren't any studies that would prove my theory, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Ooh. So let me know when you're obese, and we can, we can circle back. <laughs> All right. All right, cool, great. Edward? Hi, I'm Edward. I'm uh, NYU. One thing I can't live without, I can't, <laughs> can't say, on a public platform. Oh, wow. The second thing would be the gym. The gym. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go on to Ted now, who was our winner last week. Tune into that episode if you haven't. He's one of a fucking kind. That's for fucking sure. Go ahead, Ted. Good to see you again, Caroline. Hi, my name is uh, Ted Wolf. I'm a recent graduate from Tulane University. And, you know, one thing I cannot live without is a good excuse. A good excuse? All right, Caroline. Can you listen? Like, can you let me finish my sentence? A good excuse to uh, go out of the town, have a good night dancing, and we can't do that these days, and I miss it. Um, so hopefully we get back at it as soon as possible. Ted, I wish I had a good excuse to go watch you dance. <laughs> you, you know, you know, Jake, you'd lose a lot of respect for me, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'd be happy to have you there. <laughs> well, all right, let's let Sebastian go. I'm Sebastian. I'm a rising junior at NYU, and something I can't live without i'll say my laptop because i have all my photos from like the last ugh, oh my god like seven eight years all the scripts i've ever written all the projects i've ever done so if i lose that i lose everything 
basically that I've ever done. And it's just like, I'm a mystery then. You have nothing to you. Brand new. It's kind of crazy that you're that connected to an electronic device. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our first round now that we've learned a little bit about all of you. And that is in the spirit of the Bachelor cocktail party. So I'm gonna ask you a series of questions and we're gonna go around and hear everyone's responses. And depending on if I like them or not, we're gonna have a rose ceremony. So the first question is, we're gonna describe our favorite fucker in three words. I want you to describe Mr. Nick V in three words. <laughs> and let's start with Sebastian. This is a tough one. Oh. Just simply the biggest troublemaker. Because it's it's like every single situation that he's ever been like involved in, it's like that's the big arc, that's the big problem of the entire um season or like the biggest problem that's happened so like as soon as he entered as soon as he showed up to like the rap battle he's a shit starter he's a shit starter he's a shit no that's four words <laughs> but once he showed up to the club like you knew there was problems you were like okay this is you know showed up to the club this is where the arc begins this is the plot point that we were looking for yeah he's just a big troublemaker he's a big shit maker yep all right <laughs> how do you follow that jackson i will probably say the three words are schmoozy lip fighter Cause my my guy Nick is hanging on lips like like a like a like a damn bat in a cave. Oh my god! You're paying real close attention there, Jackson. <laughs> I studied this broadcast. Every time he talked about Caitlyn, was just physically in all the interviews and stuff like that. You never heard her say him say anything about her intelligence, about her sense of humor. Nothing about that. He was just like, I look looking at you. Uh, I like looking at you. Uh. Mm. And Caitlyn's like, I'm down with that. And then everybody else is like, Why? You make a point. You're on a show called. The Bachelor with 30 pieces of meat, more attractive than anything you've seen before. You have to give Caitlyn credit as being an innovator. All right. An innovate. An okay. innovator? All right. We're done here. An innovator? In yeah. Innovator. Innovator. Okay. Okay. They yeah. were treating her. <laughs> Everyone All right. shut up. Oh, God, we're on the same page, Jake. <laughs> okay, Jake. All right. I've got a three word phrase for you that can be applied both to Nick and to Caitlyn. <laughs> Nick and Caitlyn are both four the streets <laughs> these two she belong to the streets <laughs> these two like right off the bat you could tell caitlin sucks all right Kate, caitlin's awful like i can totally understand why so many people hate her she's so annoying also we saw her at the end of the show it looked like she dipped herself in a like put herself into a bath of like sunnit <laughs> the girl looks nothing like she used to i think we can all agree on that and nick right off the bat like the way that he sneaked himself onto the episode after already losing the previous season in the last round in the finale like coming in second the way that he sneaks himself onto this season is essentially through like sliding into caitlin's dms like that if that's not for the streets, I don't know what is. Modern day romance. All right, Ted, what about you? Well, I'm gonna base these three words just off of this season because he's, he's redeemed himself in a lot of ways in future seasons, it seems like. But I will use the words snarky, slimy, and insecure because it's, the, the reason I say insecure is because in Andy's season and this season, it just seems like he wants you to know that like, oh, I'm the guy who fucks and like, he's this big sex god. And he seems like he really tries to be nailing that point in especially with what he said last season on Andy's After the Final Rose. And so he's obviously insecure about something and he's trying to prove himself to somebody. So that's why I say insecure. Okay, and finally, Edward. Damn, that, those are all tough, uh, tough descriptions <laughs> to follow. I'm gonna say 
Slime ball douche. <laughs> I mean, everyone on the show is a little bit to some extent, but like they at least try to be uh, gentlemen like. Oh, you true. This guy, he rubs me the wrong way. I, I wouldn't help him if he was in a life threatening situation. And asked me. Oh, wow. Wow. Taking it to a whole nother Jeez. level. Where's your chill? <laughs> Those guys are much too attractive to be all fighting over. Whoa there, Edward. Let's pump the brakes on you. <laughs> and finally. Just quick, um, Ian mentioned that Caitlyn was a surface level person. Do you think Caitlyn was in the show for the right reasons? Hell no. Like I said before, that girl is absolutely for the streets. She wanted some action. She wanted the TV clout. Like she's she's a fully ingrained in the bachelor culture. It mm -hmm. totally understand like why she wants to stay a part of the bachelor culture. Absolutely not for the right reasons. All right, Edward. I mean, it's tough to define the right reasons, right? Like it, it is the bachelor, but uh, I'm looking for love. That's what the show is all about. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know if anyone on there is looking for love, but she's definitely uh, liked the TV attention and you know to have like a dozen guys just like lining up and doing her favors and taking her taking her on a helicopter like I, I wouldn't take her on a helicopter unless it was that's not her for decision else. she doesn't make those decisions all right jackson so how do you feel then <laughs> i honestly think that all you have to look at is the final moment between her and nick because nick i went i was at nyu tish i don't know if i'm a good actor but i can spot a bad actor and nick Vial is not he's not feeling like as much as he like claims he is when he's like leading up to being like like proposing to her and then when you see the flip side of Caitlyn, when she has to deal with the fallout, those are real tears for a scumbag, but real tears. Okay. Real scummy tears. Right. I think that she is there looking for love. She's also one of the best users of the Bachelor system, and that was all I will say. And I will and I will use her innervation as a footnote to that to that work. Okay. All right. All right. Hot take. All right, Ted, how about you? Well, I have, I take real issue with what Ian said, calling her a surface level person saying that you just go around here and you want to like make out with all these guys and this and that, and you don't actually want to have these conversations. And I think that's really, you know, really short-sighted on Ian's part. You know, Caitlin Bristow got slut-shamed a lot after this season because of what happened with Nick Vile. That's true. But she's risen above it. She's a businesswoman now. She's got a wine label. She's got a podcast. <laughs> she's with Jason. She's, she's she's dating Bachelor alum Jason Tardick. Oh, he knows his He's shit, got his boys. Shit down. And she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars now, too. If you, if you look at her entire season, Caitlin Bristow, she put her emotions out there. You saw her cry, laugh. It all seems so real. And I think a lot of this is just um, people slut Shaving Caitlyn, and it was 2015. It was 2015. <laughs> like, what a time to be alive! In 2020, uh, it would not have been as big a deal today as it was in Bachelor World in 2015. So I think Ian was way out of line there, and Caitlyn is there for the right reasons. Okay, and finally, Sebastian. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go off of that and say that she was there for the right reasons also. You know, she's looking for love. Like, we all want to, we all want to look for love. But like, here's the thing. This is where I kind of agree with Jackson in that she's a bit of an innovator. And only in the sense that she learned to get intimate, like with the other bachelors, like for the right reasons. Cause you know, you have to figure out, cause like there's obviously the emotional attraction, like being on a, the right uh, mindset with somebody. But then, you know, you gotta understand that physical attraction as well. So obviously it was okay. groundbreaking at the time. And obviously it's looks super raw and when we're watching it for the first time, like, oh, what are, like, that's so fucked up to do. But it makes sense in the end of like what she's trying to go after. But that does not excuse her for sleeping with <laughs> Nick. I, I, no, that. All right. Okay, no shade to anyone else, but I really think we have a very misconceived 
um, definition of the word innovator. We're really using that word pretty liberally here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the same no, page. Too. I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off because it's time to have a rose ceremony. So, there are five of you. And I only have four roses. Which means one of you will be going home. So, the first rose I'm going to give is going to go to I will accept this rose. <laughs> okay. Next, my rose goes to Jake. Will you accept my rose? Caroline, I will accept your rose. Thank you. The next person, although he is the worst of the worst, is Ted. Will you accept my rose? See me more. <laughs> it's beautiful, Ted. Don't stop. No. Uh, so now I only have one of those left, and there's two of you. This is a hard decision, guys, and I really loved having both of you on the show. Thank you so much for being here and giving your two cents. But I think I'm gonna have to go with the best. I mean, I'm already home, so. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. You too, guys. I go home with fond memories of my short 15-minute uh, time. Felt a lot of emotions. I normally don't feel that many emotions you can ask people I've associated with. Actually, don't ask them. They don't have no greetings. Thank you guys for having me. It was a, it was a wonderful experience, and... I wish my luck to the winner. I'm rooting for, for Ted. Okay, time for a group date. So, let's start. In the words of Clint from the dynamic duo, yeah. villains got a vill. <laughs> Tell us about a time you had to get your vill on in the name of love. Let's start with Ted. And let's keep it to the point, ladies. Okay? Yep, I'll keep it to the point. I'm going to withhold names here because there are a lot of people listening to this podcast that I know that probably were involved in this. So I will just say, I'm not gonna go into detail. There was somebody that was really grinding my gears. I had to yell in a very respectful way. I had to probably be a little bit more, um, a little bit more uh, harsh than I would have liked to be in a conversation because somebody was getting in my way where they shouldn't have been. Um, and that's all I'm really gonna say about that. Not a great answer, so I apologize for that one. Okay, what about you, Sebastian? When did you get your vill on in the name of love? Oh my gosh. Um, same thing with holding names, because you never know who's watching. I don't know if like, you know, they just like, oh, that looks like a fun show. Well, the FBI is watching it all Good, times, good, so. that's great. Say hi. Hi, Larry. So, <laughs> <laughs> this was after, my uh, after my first relationship ended i was with someone i was seeing someone for some time and whatnot just nothing official and whatnot but yet she thought it was a little more and there was another girl also oh, oh. whoa there i met at a party wow oh. i met at a party i got her number and i was like i'm not gonna do anything with it you know i just i'm meeting people i hit up this girl and we hang out because i'm thinking like oh we're just gonna hang out that's it are you dumb stupid or dumb yeah we ended up going back to my house. And then I had to break it to the other girl at a music festival. Right. Which one? Govball. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you God. You really had to do her like that at Govball. But this is 
story gets worse, right? So Eminem, Eminem is headlining, right? And I'm telling her, and the rain's pouring and whatnot. And I'm talking to her, and I already told her. We were talking a little bit. And then Eminem starts playing Lose Yourself. And she's about to start her rant. I'm like, I really want to hear what you have to say, but this may be my only chance to hear this live. So we'll get to it after. Okay. When are you going to get to the point? Oh. Yeah. All right. Now you follow that. I don't know how much of villainry this really is. It's more just like lying about something sad. It was in it was in late middle school. This is very early Jackson player days. This is very this is like rookie year Jackson. Uh -huh. And I go to <laughs> to this house with this girl and her friend. So it's me and two girls and like, do you want to watch a horror movie? And I was like, sure. People get scared. They need to hide behind other people's bodies. Things can happen. I'm in eighth grade. I have a wild imagination. And so when the movie's going, it's Saw 2, and I don't know if you've ever seen Saw 2, but a woman gets thrown into a pit of needles. And at that point, I was out. And so I faked a phone call uh, from my mom about having band practice. Real player there. Only to remember on my walk home. Isn't this at night? <laughs> Sebastian, you're a little ahead of me, which means you're a smart man. I called her and I was like, oh, like I, I was like, oh, I got band practice? Are you kidding? No. And I shout on like the stairs by the basement. So I'm like, I gotta go guys. And I'm like, okay. And halfway home, I realized that we're all in the school band together. Like I'm in the same trumpet section as one of the girls. Oh. And then on the way home, I'm like, oh God, they know like what I've become. Middle school Jackson, fuck bro. I've never lied about band practice since, so. <laughs> okay, Jake. All right, so this one, I had to play the villain on behalf of another friend of mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Me and some of my friends, it was actually after a basketball game. We went to go get dinner as a team afterwards. One of our teammates, who I'm still very close friends with, was having some having some issues with his with his significant other at the time. I didn't get to see him that summer all that often. I just saw it like really dampen the mood as a whole, really dampen the oh. mood. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it would be a really smart move to step in and uh, text her and say, you know what, why don't you, why, why don't you take a step back? I said it a little, a little more rudely. What happened after that? I got a couple of texts from a couple of her friends and, and her as well. Didn't end up great, oh, but damn. I wanted to make sure that, you know, my boy was taken care of, you know, in true bachelorette fashion, like we saw in this episode, like, you know, gotta stand up for love. Gotta, gotta make sure that everyone's doing good. Alrighty, <laughs> okay, now, if none of you are here to make friends in this moment, I want each of you to pick someone to answer and why you think it was fucking garbage. <laughs> so. Caroline, I've been holding this in a little bit. I've been holding this in a little bit. Really? Yes. Okay, well then we can go with you. Let's, let's start. I'm not trying to make friends, but Jackson, I don't really understand how you can put Caitlyn up on such a high totem pole. We just sat through three hours of her just being an awful human being over and over and over again. Oof. And you're calling her an innovator? Tell that bitch off. Off of something that everyone's thought it could happen over all the seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's an unwritten rule. And why didn't anybody rule? do it, Jake? Why didn't anybody do it? Are you calling breaking an unwritten rule an innovator? Yeah, I I'm think. Calling... Well, someone had to do it in the first place. If she hadn't done it, would, would, would anybody it's... else have done it? Thank you, Sebastian. See, all right. I'm a purist, all right? I'm gonna stop you right fucking there. Shut up with the pure shit. I wish the integrity of the show would be held up. Oh. Shut up. All 
right, Ted. You see, I'm gonna go right back at uh, my friend Jake Harmon over there. You know, I'm gonna say that I think it's really egregious that he's calling out Caitlyn Bristow for being a terrible person. It's a double standard, <laughs> and I, I don't wanna be that guy, but if Caitlyn Bristow were a man, I don't think you'd be saying a lot of the same things you're saying about her. Moreover, you know, Jake goes down to the 305 for a little bit, thinks he's hot shit now. He's, he's calling out my friend Jackson over here. And I'm not trying to make friends either, but Jake, I have to say your answer was, I'm not saying I had a great answer either, but yours was very vague and it was more so about you getting pizza and this and that. Like, I don't know where this story was going, buddy. But where did I ever say pizza? You gotta, you gotta listen on your, are, you gotta I'm work sorry, on you your listening comprehension you went, you went to lunch, I imagine you were going to like Delizia on 90 You're still, still wrong. All right, Jackson, your turn. Jake, I didn't come here to make friends, but over the last 20 minutes, I considered you one of my greatest friends. And I'd only met you 20 minutes ago. <laughs> And to have you stab me in the back like it just happened? <laughs> Jake, I don't understand it, and I have to retort with, nobody had done it until Caitlyn. Nobody had mass-produced cars until Henry Ford. Everybody could have done it, but they didn't. Everybody could have had sex before the Fantasy Suites, but they didn't. And Caitlyn, Caitlyn is like, she's inventing like the alley-oop. Like she's, she, she, people have been doing it, but nobody had created it into like a thing and right. she did that. She had the balls and she stood by it. She was slut chained for years. And now we need to hold her up as the, the sexually like confident person that she is. Okay. And finally, Sebastian. Look, I didn't come here to make friends, <laughs> but you know, Jake, I just have to keep- <laughs> Come on, bring on I the heat, bring on the heat. I keep on, man, that, you know, Look, Jackson literally touched on every single thing. We're not calling her like the greatest innovator of the entire series. It's that she pushed it forward. She elevated it to a new level that allowed the show to advance a little more. And she took, she took heat for that. She took heat for that, but we look back at it now and we're like, you know, she didn't do that. You know, we'd be watching a completely different show. Would we have been enjoying these coming seasons now? Would we have gotten these great storylines to happen? All right. I rest my case. I'm seeing a, a new little bromance between uh, Jackson and Sebastian here, just piggybacking off of each right. other. Okay. Jake, this, this doesn't involve you. <laughs> They're like Clinton JJ down there. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, well. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see you guys wait. getting off soon. It's okay. I'm not going to stab Sebastian in the back like, like JJ did. I'll just yeah. say. Okay. Well, I think we need a rose ceremony after that one because that was a lot for me to take in to be quite honest <laughs> okay well unfortunately i'm gonna have to say goodbye to two of you and that's a tough one and i understand if you are upset because i know it's making me upset so my first rose is going to go to jake because he got hit pretty hard and i pity you <laughs> will you accept my rose a rose is a rose, and I look forward to uh, to winning over your heart in the final round. Right. My last rose. Honestly, I'm having so much fun with you all, and it's so hard to say goodbye. But I'm gonna have to give my rose to Jackson. Sebastian and Ted, it's been so fun having you on. Thank you so much for taking the time, and I'm watching, keeping you, and thank you for everything. It's a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Great to see you all. Have a great night. Good night. Good luck, guys. Take care, guys. Good night. Nice. Take care, guys. Oh. Get the camera out of my face. No, no, no. After going on that first podcast and spending all those moments with Caroline and getting to know her and 
podcasts and that's just so much better. It just hurts so much more to be here now, eliminated. And I feel like every time I put myself out there on a podcast, I'm always there for the right reasons. And it just, when is it going to work out for me? I mean, I just, uh, I hope it works out for Caroline and I hope she doesn't make the biggest mistake of her life. I've managed to collect myself now. Um, I'm not lying, that was, I didn't expect that. And, you know, it was pretty hard to take. And before we even started recording, she told me I was the one. It's pretty ironic, I know. She's the Caitlyn to my Sean. And, you know, she tricked me. But I wish her nothing but happiness. All right, you two. So for a two-on-one, since we were just talking about Clint and JJ, what is your strategy for navigating when you and your friend are competing for the same person's attention? And let's start with Jake. I think, like, I, I'm a big believer in transparency. Uh, you know, me and my boys, we, we like to share with each other what's going on. Uh, you know, we want to be confident with what we're, what we're doing. And we don't want to step on each other's toes. And we don't want to hurt each other's chances. We just want to help. You know, whether it be... Uh, making friends with a new person or pursuing a new love interest. We just want to help each other out. So I think just being as open as possible and really not getting your feelings hurt in the long run is uh, is really the best way. Is it bros before hoes? 100%. 100%. That's a topic for a whole other night. <laughs> How about you, Jackson? I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't sub subscribe to the bros before hoes. I just, I subscribe to the bros and hoes. Uh, oh, inclusive. Yes, uh, because I think that you can have both. As Jake, uh, my former friend uh, has said, <laughs> it is good to be upfront and clear with your bro. I think the most important thing is just having a moment with the girl that you're that you're because if like you're just watching from afar as your friend has like the courage to go up and talk to that person and to try to try to make a connection i think then you can't like unless you take that step you have to if you can find a connection in those first kind of moments together my old thing is just being able to joke around with somebody if i can confident if i can actually like if i can make somebody laugh and they can make me laugh then I'll be very upfront with my friend and being like, hey, I'd really like to go for this person. So civil, you two. So mature. Um, but if they're feeling very strongly, you know, maybe we'll just be like, all right, maybe we'll just talk about this at a better date. Much like how Sean, I actually really respected how Sean said, hey, I don't know what to think right now. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and think. Granted, it seemed like through the editing that he never came back from the bathroom. <laughs> right. Which means he stayed there all night, but okay. every man has his process and I'm not gonna come down on Sean. Mature you two, wow, okay. And to quote Miss Andy, quoting Nick in bed, would you rather fuck someone or make love to someone? Yo, I hate that. Ooh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ow. Jackson, go ahead. I think it depends. I think that it always, I mean, not always, I don't wanna say always, but I think that when you don't know someone so well, it is passionate, it is a sexual, instinctual need. And so I think that it is fucking. And then when you get to a certain level, it becomes making love. When you know that person, when you know them well enough, when you, when it's, when it becomes emotional, cause it's hard unless you have like a before sunset, like type right. immediate meeting, you spend a whole day together and then it's emotional. Unless there's that emotion there, I think it is, just fucking, which isn't bad, even though the name doesn't do it its service. Um, but I think that it can grow into making love. I think it's on the rare occasions that it happens with somebody that you don't know that well. <laughs> <laughs> How do you follow that, Jake? I think I can really just like expand upon that. Um, 
when I think of, you know, fucking versus making love, uh, God, I hate even just saying love, but, <laughs> you know, fucking, I think more like physical, like, you know, visceral reaction, like, uh, you know, you just met this person, like you feel a connection, like you're just going to go for it and send it. Like, you're just going to do, you're just going to do whatever comes to mind. Like, you're just going to fucking go. Right. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, yeah. it's game time. Get to the zone. It's the fourth quarter. We are not going to compare that shit. All right. I won't get into it then. <laughs> I'm here for you, Caroline. I'm here to co-host the rest of this podcast with you. I'd say that, I'd say that making love is definitely more emotional. I will agree with Jackson there. It's, that definitely implies a longer connection, yeah. uh, a more emotional connection, a more personal connection. Like I keep saying, the connection is key. Yeah, I wonder if uh, it was worth it for uh, Miss Caitlin to fuck because we all know it wasn't making love. Let's just. I will agree with that. Yes. We also saw the aftermath. That yeah. definitely was cool. not making love. No. Definitely was not making love. She fucking sucks. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, it looks like she just got baptized and sunned. But I, I just have to respectfully disagree with both of you that I am a Caitlin. Yeah fan as of right now oh, i didn't see stan caitlin wow i'm not gonna be cheap see caroline we're on the same page here caroline no caroline, we're on the same right. page. but the best part about relationships is disagreeing and finding and then finding that chemistry between two people when like i like country i like rap that's okay let's have sex like you know those kind of relationships let's, have sex. Mm. let's fuck or let's fuck all right <laughs> <laughs> i think it's time to the final rose You have both been so fun and so great, and I respect both of you. And I hope there's no hard feelings after this. Jackson, I really enjoyed my time uh, with you on the show. Jake and Caroline, if this is the last time I see you for a while or forever, this was a huge pleasure. Wow, I love your boys. I think I'm gonna have to go with Jackson. Thank you so much for your time, and I am sad to see you go, but I have to hold my heart. Jackson. Well fought. Enjoy. Jake, you are a more than worthy adversary. <laughs> have a good night, Jake. Have a good night. Well... You know, I really felt like me and Caroline had a, had a really strong connection. Uh, definitely was not expecting that. Uh, hopefully she'd, uh, she'd like to have me back. And maybe we can keep this and Caitlin a little bit more. Until next time. Peace, y'all. Okay, hello. Hey. How does it feel? <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know. It feels amazing. Um... It's just, it's all a shock right now, but it's one a wonderful shock. Well, now that we're in the fantasy suite, I'm going to give you one minute to your claim to fame to say whatever you want to say to the people listening, any takes you'd like to give. So you have 60 seconds. Any takes on Bachelor or just anything? Yes, on bat on tonight's episode, on Caitlyn, okay. just everything in general. And it starts now. I just want to, again, hit home that I think Caitlyn... I think Caitlyn is a hero who's been appreciated after her time, much like many artists of their day, such as Nina Simone didn't uh, uh, grant worldwide appeal for her wonderful singing uh, until many years later. You're comparing, okay. I'm comparing Caitlyn to Nina Simone in, cer right. in, their, in certain areas of their expertise. For Nina Simone, it's singing incredible ballads that, that wrench at your soul. And for Caitlyn, it is having sex before things get too serious. 
These are both talents. Um, They're both but, talents. But they both excel in them. Okay. And I think that um, also I want to see the JJ Clint Bachelor season. You want it to happen. I, I think people would probably agree with you on that. Not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been so fun. Um, will you accept my final rose? Absolutely. And I would love to have you back on next week if you would so kindly join me. Thank you so much for your time and all your takes. It was a blast having you and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, Caroline. I look forward to seeing you too. Have a good night. You too. <gasps> all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And I can't wait for next week's bullshit. I'm pretty sure it's Higgins, Ben Higgins, but I could be wrong. Don't blow me on that. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a good night, bitches. Bye.